So what is there in common between Family Spontaneous Friday, Sketchy Saturday, and a goal mapping interview with Abby and Emma? Well, you're about to find out on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. This is Val Harrison, and I am so grateful to get a few minutes with you today on another Monday episode of the Practically Speaking Mom. Recently, our family had a Family Spontaneous Friday. It's a wonderful way to increase your family bonding. I'm going to tell you more about it at the end of this podcast later on after we talk with Abby and Emma. So what you need to know for now is that on this one particular Friday night a couple weeks ago, we were having a spontaneous Friday. And this time, the focused fun was goal setting. Now, while we ate dinner, we went through a guided process of setting goals in four life categories plus one big dream. We divided, each of us had a piece of paper, we divided it into four quadrants. I read them the verses Luke 2.52, Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with man, and Matthew 22.37, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, this is probably starting to sound familiar to you because I have done a few goal-setting episodes with you in the last few weeks. Before you're feeling like, oh, I can't take another goal-setting episode, please trust me that this one is going to be totally different and that it is also the last one in our series. So hang in there with me. Jesus grew in wisdom. So wisdom refers to our mind. It refers to information, knowledge, mental health could also fall in there. So I had them write down any one of those keywords up in the top of that quadrant. Next quadrant, Jesus grew in stature. So for that one, I put physical, had everyone put physical or health. In the third one, favor with man, which could also mean our character, our people skills, relationships that we have, social health manners, those kind of things. So I had them pick, put any of those keywords in in that one, just in the top of that quadrant. And then the final quadrant, relationship with God or other character aspects such as the fruit of the Spirit. The Bible says that as we are in Christ and grow closer to him and, and he starts working more through our lives, that the Holy Spirit Um, builds in us the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Anyway, that's what the fruit of the Spirit is when I say that. So that last quadrant was about relationship with God or aspects of us that is letting our lives really be turned over to Him, okay? Growing the fruits of the Spirit, for example. So we had the four quadrants and then we had a big circle in the middle. This was for our big dream. So I told them in this big circle in the middle, put anything that is humanly possible. So don't put, you know, flying around all the planets without a space shuttle. Don't put that dream down. Don't put going back in time 400 years. Don't put that dream down. Put down something that while it might feel super unrealistic and you don't know how in the world you could ever do it, it is something that can be done. So what would be just your greatest, wildest dream? And then in each of these four categories, and and we did pray over this process too, okay? That's so key in goal setting. But anyway, I had each of the kids, and Rich and I were doing this also, but um, we wrote in our own personal four quadrants one goal prayerfully, God, what would you have me really focus on in this next year? What change 
uh, positive change do I need to make? Each person wrote down a goal in those four categories, and we didn't share them with each other. And then we had little strips of paper. We wrote them on little strips of paper, and we didn't put our name on them, and we put them in a bowl. Then after dinner, we played charades with the with the with these slips of paper, including the big dreams. We played charades with them, so you would draw one out, you'd act it out, it would get guessed. Um, the person, if it, you had a time limit, however many you got in that time limit, you got that many points if people guessed right what you were drawing out. So you got that many points and then whoever guessed what you were acting, they also got a point. So the one with the most points at the end of our game got to pick where we were going to go get a late night Friday snack run, uh, what we were going to have and where we were going to get it from. So that was our Spontaneous Friday event that night. Well, what we're doing today on this podcast is I am going to be talking with Emma and Abby. They're going to be sharing what their goals were from from the standpoint of I'm going to sort of be walking them through what I call goal mapping. And that is helping them get some step-by-step actions in place that will affect their daily lives heading towards those goals, it is another level to teach them how to goal map. And so I want to show you guys how to do that process. So that's what we're going to do on here today. I'll do goal mapping with Abby and then I'll do it with Emma. And then we will finish up today's episode by telling you about what's spontaneous Friday, where did it come from? And not only that, but what in the world is sketchy Saturday? So let's get started by doing this little goal mapping interview with Abby and Emma. Abby is in the 10th grade, and we're going to look at her goals that she set when with our family goal setting night. Abby, why don't you tell us what was your physical goal, just your main goal? So my physical goal was to drink more water. When we have a goal, we want it to be able to have some kind of measurable, attainable level to it, or we may just never feel like we're accomplishing, and that can be discouraging. What was a more concrete thing that you added to that to make it more measurable so that you could feel some victory along the way? Yeah, so my action step was to drink a cup of water every hour. Okay. What is a way that you could measure that? Do you have a plan for tracking that? Yeah. So I was thinking that I would just (laughs) use a cup, like a measuring cup as my drinking glass for a little while and just every hour get up, maybe um, do some exercise and just drink a cup of water. And after a while, I can kind of get used to the amount that is and just get into the habit of doing that. I love that. What was your uh, wisdom or mind goal? My wisdom or mind goal was to finish math before summer starts. Right. So we're a homeschool family and that means you can determine some things like these where if you attend a different school, then you're going to do the amount of math that 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 teacher says. We try to finish our books completely. And math can be challenging with that in some years. For example, for you, you are in Algebra 2 right now. What are some ways that we have learned to, you know, when we're looking at a textbook and we're mapping out, okay, I want to get it done by this certain date. What are some ways that we've mapped that out? She's giving me a funny look. (laughs) 
I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? Okay. So what I often have you guys do about this time every year, or, or sometimes it's getting closer to spring break, we will remap our books. And so I'll be like, okay, how many chapters are left or how many pages are left? How many school days are left? Break that into that many days. That's how much we need to accomplish each day. So that's mapping it out into little steps. So then we would take that and we'd be like, okay, this is January 7th. So we have this many dates until spring break. So I need to have accomplished this many uh, lessons by spring break. And then I want to accomplish this many by Easter. And I want to accomplish this many by the beginning of May. You know, if if I wanted to set my goal for the beginning of May so that I could be done early, or maybe I'm going to set my goal for the end of May. So I have this many lessons I need to be doing a day. So that's mapping it out when it's a textbook, which is way easier than mapping out other things. Okay, so let's let's see if we can apply some of the same principles then to some of your other goals. What is another goal that you set? What was your favor with God goal? So my favor with God goal was to read through this Bible plan that me and my older sister Becca started um, at the beginning of the year. You heard from her on an earlier podcast, I think. Right. She is the mama of two little toddlers, and she lives in another state from us. She's grown and married, and she, Becca, had this idea that that she and Abby could go through this Bible plan together. So why don't you tell us about it and also tell us they, let's say they wanted to do the same plan too. So really give them how to get the information and all that. So actually it's really easy. Um, it's called the Bible Recap by Tara Lay Colby. And it's, I just downloaded the U Bible and it's one of the Bible plans on there already. But what's really cool about this one is that she has a corresponding podcast. So she releases a podcast every day for the Bible that you're supposed to be reading that day. So like, I think today was like Job 11 to 13. And it's just like 12 minutes of Bible reading a day and like a five to 10 minute podcast. And so me and my older sister have just been um, staying on track with that. And it's been a lot of fun. You know, this one is also super easy for us to map out because the plan was already mapped out for us. That makes that goal easy. But what if, especially since this is a long one, all year long, staying on track, so maybe you could have some little incentives that you give yourself along the way. Like maybe um, we're going to see Becca at the end of January. So maybe you guys could set a goal that if you've both kept on track by the time that you see each other, then the two of you are going to go out for uh, ice cream or coffee or, you know, something like that. So setting some little milestone, some little milestone celebrations along the way can be extra incentives to reach your goals. Now, remember everybody, I'm going through this with you all listening so that you can hear that we want to help our kids really break down goals step by step and really get in some real habits with goal setting and goal mapping so that it can really impact the the amount of things they accomplish in their life and and um, just really becoming who God designed us to be because we're being really intentional with our time and our efforts and our days. So let's move on to the last thing that we did. And that was, we did a big dream. It just shoot for the moon. What would be just an amazing God-sized, it couldn't happen with, uh, without God's help, sized dream type goal that you would have for the year? What did you put? Well, my favorite one that I picked was 
going on a mission trip to Egypt this summer with my church youth group. And that would be $3,300 for me to do that. And there is no way I have anywhere near that kind of money. So it would really have to almost be a miracle for me to get that much money. But um, I've applied for a job and I'm just, I, I was praying yesterday and I said, I'll work as hard as I can, but if you want this to happen, I'm going to need you to provide this money for me. Also, I would find out all the information you can from the church, like when are deadlines? And so let's say that a deadline is that um, half of it has to be in, you know, by spring break, we'd say. So breaking that down, okay, there's so many weeks till spring break. And so if I were to break down $2,000 into 10 weeks, then I need $200 a week how can I earn $200 this week? You know, and it it totally, I mean, you're 15 years old without a job. So, you know, those are definitely God sized things, but, um, you, and we, we've got to approach all of these things with an attitude of God. I want what you want. If this isn't your will and not what you want, then great. I can be happy if I go and happy if I don't, but how exciting would that be? God, if you decided to bless me in that way. And then just be, okay, I'm going to spend so much time brainstorming and I'm going to pursue so many different brainstorm things like maybe a fundraiser thing or contacting the people you've babysat for and seeing if any of them need um, babysat. I'm going to apply for a job, so many jobs per month. Um, You know, so taking the different brainstorming ideas and breaking them down into amount of effort per week or per day or per per month, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Thank you, Abby, for sharing with us. I loved this. Thanks for having me. Now we've got Emma here and she just turned 10. So Emma, you have had not very many years of real goal setting with mom and goal mapping with me. So this is this is going to be a little newer to you and we'll have to do a little more steps here. But why don't you tell us what physical goal did you set? Well, my first one was getting better at soccer. I'm a soccer player and so I love soccer and I think it's a good exercise and so I want to get better at that. Uh, But another one is getting better at the trampoline, like doing more tricks on it, because that's also a very good exercise, and it gets your blood flowing, and yeah. I love those for physical goals, and with both of them, your goals were to get better at trampoline or better at soccer, and sometimes if we make a really broad goal like that, that's not real specific, then we can pretty soon get either discouraged um, because we don't feel like I'm still, I'm not good enough, you know? And so if we feel I'm not good enough, then that's discouraging. So if we have some, some achievable steps, then we feel like, Hey, I am achieving some things, you know, there, yeah, there's still room to improve, but look how I'm improving. So what would be some measurable steps that you could plan for improving trampoline trampolining (laughs) (laughs) um well like I could try to jump higher and uh try to like do better flips (laughs) she hesitates because she knows mama doesn't like the flips (laughs) 
so we could we could put measurable goals like I want to spend this much time each day on it. And I'm going to celebrate if I have spent uh, five minutes a day practicing my jumping and five minutes a day practicing my flips that mom approves of, <laughs> um, then I and and I do that for, you know, five days a week for three weeks in a row then this is the little celebration that I'm going to do, that I achieved those goals that I set out. Now let's talk about soccer. How can you, um, what are some self-discipline goals with soccer that you could work on that would be measurable goals so that you recognize that you are succeeding, even though you realize that you, you'll never totally arrive with any with soccer because there's always going to be room for improvement. So you want some steps that you can arrive to so you can celebrate those. What would be some things with soccer that you could do that? Well, probably uh, getting better at goal or goalie kicks because I'm not the best at those. That's where the goalie is kicking the ball into the middle of the field where our teammate goes and makes a goal. Okay, so goalie kicks. So again, you used better, which is great. You want to get better at things, and that's awesome. What is a measurable action you could do so that you know that you are achieving some little goals along the way regarding goalie kicks? Um. Well, I could like put something... I could choose a spot between two poles and the fence to be the goal, and I could put something uh, in the middle of it or like a pot or something. <laughs> Please don't want to buy pots. <laughs> Maybe we could get some kind of target or or something, you know, a poster board or something, but really, what? one of mom's pots? No. Well, it's going to be an empty one. <laughs> I can use one of the black plastic ones or something. Okay. Well, anyway, point is, I I love where you're going with this in general, not the pot part. But anyway, I I love where you're going with this. So maybe you could say that you are going to start tracking, you know, if you did 30 kicks a day and you start tracking how many of them you hit the pot or whatever we figure out to to be that very center thing and you start writing down that tracking so that you can see the numbers gradually increase you know that maybe you start out where you hit 5 times out of 30 and then um you're able to measure that 3 weeks from now you're hitting you know 15 times out of 30 so that's a way to measure you know your your improvement and things and and that is a measured way to get better at soccer. Okay, let's move on. So what was your your wisdom goal? Um, so my wisdom goal was to learn more about creation and science and how they like match, like fit together perfectly. Um, science proves creation and creation proves science. Okay, you got to know that when I heard this goal, I was all excited because I love that. I think I want to join you in that wisdom goal. That sounds like such a fun adventure. So how, what are some measurable things you could do to be working towards increasing that knowledge? Blank stare. 
Well, we we have quite a few books on this topic. We have um, a lot of audio books on this topic. So I think if we made you a calendar that that had you know some goals on it, maybe maybe mom could maybe we could make up some little gift certificates for each book you read. Then that gift certificate is worth different things that are exciting to you as you, <laughs> I'm getting the big smiles over here. You guys can't see them um, for each one of those books or audiobooks that you read about that. And then man, if we could make little note cards of some of the coolest facts that you find out so that those would be easy to review facts, that'd be awesome. So maybe you could also get gift certificates for like every 15 fact cards you make. I think that sounds fun. Okay, what did you put with your for your favor with man goal? So my favor with man goal was my character, like blessing them more and uh, like complimenting them more. Okay, so for your... A favor with people goal. You want to give more compliments with people and sh- and and show more kindness through your words. Is is that right? Is that why what I hear you saying? Yeah, I love that. So Emma, what do you think? Um, maybe has been a reason why you haven't done that as much as you think maybe you should have. Like like what what holds you back? from saying kind things or giving compliments or blessing with your mouth, what do you think are some some hesitations that come that maybe have kept you from that in the past? Well, like last Sunday, I was sitting with a friend and then another friend walked up to me with her one of her friends from her school and I had never met her friend before. So I should have thought of this. Uh, I could have said some compliment to give her that like I like her I like your dress or something like that but I hesitate to do that because um a compliment to a newly met person uh requires like more of information about like why you like it so like I could have said like I like the flowers on your dress or I like the color of your dress And so that sounds more sincere than just saying, I like your dress. I love that, Emma. That is awesome that you're thinking about that. So how could we make this a measured goal? I'm thinking you could set a goal to pray before you're going to have friend activities, whether it's going to co-op or going to um, church or playing with a neighbor kid or, you know, the different settings in which you interact with others getting in a habit of praying beforehand, dear God, help me identify some ways that I could show them kindness with my mouth, bless them with my words. And so maybe you could, let's say you have a little, a little notebook that you keep. And so you write in the notebook, just the date um, today, whatever date that is, when you pray, you write that date down. And then when you come home, you could write down the name of the person that you blessed and um, that is that lets you see then a, a running total of all the people that you have been blessing. And I think you'll get really excited to add to that notebook. And anyway, that would be a measured way to see that you are uh, working on that goal of 
of becoming um, more of a words of affirmation person to others, giving them affirming words. Okay, I love that. So what your last one, what is your favor with God goal? So my favor with God is uh, to do devotions more often. I know God's word, like the stories in it and like helpful verses in it. Um, But like I want to know like more about the Bible and more about who God is and like about the miracles that he did and like about his time on earth and yeah. So are you wanting to get more specific with the details of the life of Christ? Is that what I'm hearing you say? Or what specifically are you, is your goal here? Uh, just to know God more and to seek him better. Okay, I know you have a a, a devotional journal, so I wonder if a way that you could track this goal would be when you journal to, as you read the scripture, uh, then when you journal in your devotional journal, you would write down uh, what is a characteristic of God that I see in this passage. So that would help you identify uh, the character of God and who he is better. And maybe, too, you could set up some little incentive with yourself that if you'll do devotions this many days, um, at the end of those days, you'll, you know, I don't know, what would be what would be some way that you could um, celebrate that you had achieved that? Well, this is just a funny thought, but the first one that comes to mind is eat some pizza. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And, um, just like to have the knowledge that I have the knowledge of more about the life of Christ is good enough for me. That's awesome, Emma. I love you. And you know what? I think I could get you some of those Tony's, those, you know, little Tony's pizzas or not Tony's, Totino's whatever those party pizzas are. I could get you a party piece, some party pizzas to keep in the freezer and... Emma, I just love you, and I'm so happy with uh, to have gotten to spend this time with you and Abby today. This is super fun for a mom, so thank you for spending this time with me, and I look forward to you making these different tracking methods uh, for your goals. You're awesome. Go, Emma. Go, Abby. <laughs> love you too, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to explain to you what Spontaneous Friday and Sketchy Saturday is all about. So let's find out where it came from. Rich and I are not naturally fun people. As I've mentioned before in other times, we're great at getting work done, but not good at making fun happen. Thus, oddly enough, we have learned to schedule some spontaneity. I know, I know, kind of ridiculous, but hey, we've identified our weakness and we're overcoming it. So cheer us on. Now, why we needed this. Spontaneous Friday was God's solution to our family's awkward heartache over our reduced family size. 
If you've ever said goodbye to a child as they've moved out to get married or gone to college or other various ways they may have left, I'm sure you understand the indescribable ache in your mama heart and the tailspin that the rest of the family goes through in trying to adjust to daily life without that person. It somehow affects the entire family dynamic and identity as each child's role in the family shifts to accommodate the change. Now, our family shrunk to half its size in a blink. In a few months' time, our oldest two daughters got married. We moved to a new city for my husband's job transfer. Our oldest son stayed behind as he was established in his job and was taking college classes. Three kids two son-in-laws and my parents were suddenly gone from our daily life. Our youngest two daughters had a very hard time with their older older sisters getting married. And you can learn about that in a different, um, well, I have a blog post about it, what to do with the sad little sisters in the season of change. Um, So I won't go into detail about that. But our younger children, all four of them, were feeling lonely and bored without their older siblings, and we all felt out of place. We would sit around the table at mealtime in our new-to-us home, not knowing how to visit with Nathan, without Nathan's jokes or without Becca's contagious laughter or without Tori's fun-loving banter. I was used to cooking for 13, plus whatever friends were at the house that day, and suddenly I was cooking for six. Now six soon turned into five as Josh left for college also. So five may sound like a lot to you, but to us, it was heartbreaking. We were struggling in our new identity, and what we really needed was to bond as a new family unit. That's when God gave us the idea of spontaneous Fridays. The rules are very simple. Rule number one, no plan can be made until after 5 p.m. on Friday. Rule number two, the challenge is to do something we've never know, we've never done before. That's it. It's a very simple family bonding plan. Now, there is a third rule that we added later, which I'll share with you in a minute. Um, but spontaneous Friday can take place at our home, such as a foosball tournament or a Mario Kart tournament, or it can be local, like going to a tourist spot in a nearby city called the Center of the Universe, which is very near the Jazz Hall of Fame in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It just happens to be on a large pedestrian bridge where you can watch trains pass underneath. Or Spontaneous Friday can take place out of town to explore the countryside where once, I'm not kidding you, we found a wild turkey crossing sign. Now that's unusual enough, but I'm not kidding you when I say there were literally eight wild turkeys crossing the road there. So our adventures have taken us to the world's largest used bookstore. Okay, I don't really know if it is or not, but it is a huge labyrinth of rooms that go on forever. And there are giant statues of famous entertainment icons like the Incredible Hulk, Elvis Presley, and a bunch of superheroes. And that also can be found in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sometime we hope to go buy a variety of donuts at Hertz Donuts if you haven't heard of them or gone to them, you have got to look them up. They're amazing. So anyway, we want to buy a bunch of them and drive around to all of our new friends' houses and ring the doorbell and offer them donuts for all their family and then drive on to the next house. That sounds fun. We haven't done it yet. 
Now, I want to share the final rule that we added the weekend that we weren't able to do a spontaneous Friday. I mean, after all, you can't have spontaneous Friday on a Saturday. Trust me, I know this because we tried and it's where rule number three came from. That rule is, if you can't do spontaneous Friday, you'll have sketchy Saturday. So what is sketchy Saturday? Well, we stumbled upon Sketchy Saturday at a Waffle House next to a casino in a little town about 30 minutes from our new city. We were totally out of our element. We're attempting to have Spontaneous Friday on a Saturday, which is just wrong in every way. It was a big flop up to this point in the evening. You know, those times where everything seems lame? We had made the mistake of just jumping in the car and driving, looking for the spontaneous thing we are going to do. Now, this never seems to work out for Rich and I. To just drive and do something unexpected, we overthink every option until we've driven a ridiculous distance and voted everything down. We since have learned that spontaneous, for us, must be slightly planned, (laughs) in that Rich and I quietly make a quick plan before leaving the house. Now, once out, it's fine if we add or change the plan, but we have a plan. It's our version of spontaneous. It's baby steps. Cut this non-fun mama some slack, okay? So back to our sketchy Saturday. Anyway, on this day, we hadn't made any plan, and we were driving, 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 rejecting every place we passed until we ended up in this little casino town. So we're driving around this town that we're not familiar with and feeling annoyed that it seems to be just this one casino and a Walmart, neither of which was going to qualify for fun uh, for our family. Then we saw it, a Waffle House. Now, none of us had ever been to one. Even though these little huts are all over the nation, it fit the rule as something we'd never done. We had a winner. Only it didn't seem like a winning place. The parking lot had some sketchy stuff in it. Not the people. There might have been sketchy people in the parking lot also, but I don't want to sound unkind and call a person sketchy. After all, if you run into me at the drugstore when I've been taking care of a sick baby or have had no sleep or any other number of mishappenings, I'm going to look pretty sketchy too. So there was sketchy stuff um, <clears throat> laying around on the ground of the parking lot. That's never a good sign when you open your car door to go into a restaurant only to discover there's an old dirty uh, diaper that's on the ground right there where you almost put your foot to get out. Now, am I getting a little too graphic for you? Well, it was pretty graphic for me. So red flags were going up in my mom's self, and I would not have stayed if Rich wasn't with me because I am basically a scaredy cat when it comes to adventure. The front door of of this Waffle House had a bunch of bumper stickers and handwritten notes on the glass. When we entered, we found ourselves dodging Valentine's decorations that were hanging from the ceiling, even though it was March. (laughs) Now, we seated ourselves between the arguing couple on one side and the convict on the other. (laughs) Okay, okay, don't send me notes about being judgmental. I know he probably wasn't a convict. It's just that my mom red flags sometimes send me into unrealistic tailspins of mental exaggeration. The meal was okay. The prices were not, considering the level of sketch endurance. The atmosphere was uh, concerning. But somehow, we laughed at our awkwardness. We poked fun at our lameness and adventure. 
we considered redecorating our home in Valentine streamers and bumper stickers and decided that fighting couples and convicts make great meal companions if unique adventure is what we're after. And thus was born the first ever Sketchy Saturday. Now, I must admit, Sketchy Saturday does not have spontaneous as one of its rules. That is important to me because I prefer my sketchy experiences to only appear sketchy, but actually end up being a diamond in the rough. Thanks to a wonderful bunch of fellow moms in my area who have shared their recommendations with me, I have quite a wonderful list of sketchy places to visit that are yummy in spite of their outward appearance. I can't wait to try all of them. While spontaneous Fridays are not necessarily about food, we've gone on many adventures after dinner at home. Sketchy Saturday is always a place to eat. The options for spontaneous Friday and sketchy Saturday are endless. So how do we make quick plans when we're no fun naturally? Well, as each weekend approaches, I start praying and asking God to give me some good ideas because I could never think of these things on my own. And I do believe he answers my prayers because he loves my family even more than I do, and he wants us to be a strong family unit. I'm always very surprised at the end of a weekend how he orchestrated our time to produce the family memories that I was hoping for. I have found over and over again in my life that when I set a goal, commit it to the Lord, and take action, he does work out some amazing details that I could have never imagined or done. This has happened with financial goals, family bonding goals, business growth goals, or various projects. I've come to believe that God really does bless our efforts. He isn't a magic genie who gives us whatever we want, but he is a loving father who truly enjoys blessing us if we're putting forth our best effort in pursuit of endeavors that align with his heart. Spontaneous Fridays or sketchy Saturdays, you'll find us in the car, driving to our adventure, calling one of the older couples, all three are married now, or a college son on the phone to take a minute to laugh with them and involve them in our fun because we still miss them and want them to be included. But when we hang up, our laughter continues. We did it. We found our new normal. Most of the time, we're only a family of four or five as the next two sons have graduated and gone to college as well. The important thing is that we have learned to laugh again, and you'll be relieved for our kids' sake to know that Rich and I are slowly learning how to have fun. I hope you'll follow our adventures. You can do that at hashtag Family Spontaneous Friday and hashtag Family Sketchy Saturday. Also, if you decide to share in the fun with your own sketchy Saturday or or spontaneous Friday, we'd love for you to share your adventures using the same hashtags, hashtag Family Spontaneous Friday, hashtag Family Sketchy Saturday. Let's inspire other families to make memories and increase family bonding. So now you know what Family Spontaneous Friday and Family Sketchy Saturday is. And I'm looking forward to seeing your adventures and bonding moments. Thank you for spending today with us. If you would like more from the Practically Speaking Mom, I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and jump on my website, Practically Speaking Mom, subscribe to my blog. And you can also go to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at both of those locations, Practically Speaking Mom, 
Or you can also join my Facebook community. It's a private group. Intentional Mom Strong Family is the name of that group. And we would love to all get to know you there. We will see you next Monday for another episode of the Practically Speaking Mom, the place for intentional mom to build a strong family. Thank you.